Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. We're so glad you joined us for today's broadcast of Jesus the Healer. We've brought you all the way to Colorado. I have a ranch here, and so this is uh, the back. The background that you see behind me is just one of the structures that we have out here. It's just a one-room cabin that my son built for me. So we wanted to bring you with us, and so we're so glad you could join us. Let somebody know that we're on right now and that possibly they can join us. On a previous episode, we began teaching about holding fast in faith to what you've received from God. The word tells us that when God created uh, the worlds, that uh, since then it says that he's up, he's upholding all things by the word of his power. So it lets us know that after God created something, he didn't just walk off and leave it, so to speak, but he continues to watch over it. He upholds it. And that's what Bible faith does, that when you receive something from God, you don't just release your faith and take your faith off of it, but you uphold it so that uh, nothing that you've received from God is lost. We know this, that the, the devil, he's a thief. The Bible calls him a thief. And anytime you've received something from God, the devil is going to be busy trying to steal what you've received from God from you. And so we have to not only receive something by faith, but we have to watch over what we have received by faith. So I say this, that there's four actions, especially that faith will take. Number one, faith is released. And then once faith is released, you have to fight the good fight of faith to stand your ground until what you're believing for shows up. During that span of time, you release your faith. Then you have to fight the good fight of faith, standing your ground, refusing to back down on what you believe. And then when your answer, then the third thing is your answer will manifest. But the fourth thing is, and this is so important for people to know, that after you've received your answer from God, continue to exercise your faith uh, to hold fast to what you've received. Well, let me ask you, what would be holding fast to it? What would that look like? Well, once you've received your answer, uh, once it's come into manifestation, you're not going to pray for God to, of course, uh, give it. He's already given it. But you can, one way, the primary way you're going to hold fast to what you've received from God is thanking him for it. I remember the testimony of, of a woman that a pastor told me about. Uh, there at his church, this woman that was a visitor for the first time, he didn't know who she was. And she came and she liked the church. And so she continued to come and continued to attend his church. But he noticed over a period of time that every time he would refer to Jesus as the healer or he would teach on healing, this woman in a very reverent way, not in a wrong way that drew attention to her, but she would reverently stand up and she would lift her hands, lift her eyes toward heaven, and she would begin to quietly just worship the Lord. And like I said, she would do it in a way that didn't draw attention to herself because she would be seated off to the side. And the pastor noticed that this went on for about two years after her attending the church. And finally, one day he was he was talking to her and he said, you know, I've noticed that every time Jesus is referred to as the healer or I teach on healing or maybe I have a healing line in the service where I'm ministering to the sick, that you stand up and you begin to worship. And he said, can I ask you? Why you do that? He said, it's not a problem. I'm just interested in that. And she said, yes, she said, Pastor, 
15 years ago, I was dying of cancer and Jesus healed me. And she says, I cannot hear him referred to as healer and me not stand up and reverence and worship him for that. Not only was she showing honor and gratitude and thanksgiving for the healing she received. Can I tell you what else that was doing? It was helping her hold fast so that the devil could not steal it from her. I tell you, when you receive something from God and from then on, you say, Father, thank you so much for that. I worship you as my healer. I thank you for healing me. I so appreciate it. You can't do that and the devil steal from you. There is no way the devil can steal from you what you're thankful for, what you're grateful for. Let me tell you the way to lose and allow the devil an open door to steal from you is lose gratitude, lose honor for what you've received. And lack of gratitude is an open door for the devil to steal from you. So this is one way that this woman kept holding fast to what she had received from God is that she was grateful and she would continue to show gratitude gratitude and thanksgiving. And so when she would do that, she was not only showing worship to God and glorifying him, she was holding fast to what she had received. And so I tell you that testimony is a, is such a good example of what it means to hold fast. Have you believed God for a home? Have you believed God for a car? Maybe a job? Maybe your spouse, you believed God for the right spouse. Well, the way to hold fast to that so that the devil doesn't steal it from you is you're going to have to show gratitude, be grateful, worship God for it. And as you do, that keeps your faith going. Your faith continues to move and your faith continues to work. And where the faith is being released, the devil cannot steal from you. So that is one way that you're going to continue to hold fast is you show gratitude and thanksgiving for what you have received. In first Thessalonians chapter five and verse 21, it says, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. See, anything you've received from God is good. He's the giver of all good things. But the devil is the thief that tries to steal all good things. Well, the word tells us what we're going to have to do with the good things we've received. And Thessalonians 5.21 says, hold fast that which is good. That means this, what you've received from God, you don't automatically keep. Now, that's a big statement for many people to understand what you receive from God. You don't automatically keep. It's not that what God gives is weak in the sense that it can't continue to work. It's that there's a thief that wants to steal from you what God's blessed you with. And so many times people will receive healing, maybe at the prayers of their pastor. Maybe they had hands laid on them and they get better. Pain leaves, symptoms leave. And then over time, those try to come back. People will say, well, God must not have healed me or I'd still be healed. No, God healed. But what you receive from God is not automatically kept. You have to hold fast to it. And that is such an important flow of faith that it faith is not just for being released. Faith does not just stand its ground. Faith does not just receive the answer, but faith also holds fast after a manifestation has come. And this is where a lot of people lose what they've received from God. 
because they think once once something is manifest that their faith is done with that situation. And that's not always the case. You say, well, I've received so much from God. How do I hold fast to everything? Just live a life of gratitude. Just live a life of thanksgiving. Father, thank you for everything you blessed me with. I refuse to, le- to, to lose any of it. I refuse to be ungrateful toward any of it. Father, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And just living a life of gratitude and worshiping and thanking God is one way that we hold fast to it. Also, continuing to confess the confessions of the word. Father, I thank you that you're my provider. As you do that, any financial blessing, any financial increase he's already given, you can't be stolen. This is a lifestyle with a, with a person of faith, is that we have to carry a lifestyle of gratitude, a lifestyle of thanksgiving, a lifestyle of appreciation. And so we want you to understand that faith is not done when you receive your answer. Faith is a lifestyle that must continue. You know, in a previous episode, I was giving the testimony of Kenneth Hagan. He was our spiritual father, and he was a, he was someone who was uh, born prematurely, and so he was born with all kinds of physical conditions. And as a 15-year-old, he ended up on his deathbed. It was on that deathbed he got born again, but it's also on that deathbed he began to feed on the word and find out that Jesus was the healer. And he released his faith and he was raised up off of his deathbed supernaturally. He went back to school and you can think of here he'd been bedfast for 16 months before he was healed. And so he had lost all of this weight. He weighed 89 pounds after that, after he was raised up off of his deathbed. And he was well over six feet tall. So you can imagine how thin that he looked at the time he was raised up off of his deathbed. After he was raised up, he went back to his high school. He would attend all the classes. As he would walk to school, it, of course, put a demand on his heart. And so he would be weakened when he would get to school and sometimes he would look tired. And the teachers were afraid because they had spoken to his doctor. They were in a small town. They all knew each other. And the doctor had said to his teachers, it said, uh, Kenneth Hagan won't live another 90 days. I guarantee you he will be dead within 90 days. The doctor didn't understand that Jesus had healed him. The doctor thought that he was up by willpower. He didn't realize that he had been believing God and received healing power into his life. So the doctor said to the to the school teachers of Kenneth Hagin said, I guarantee you he will be dead in 90 days. He's up by willpower. And so the the the, the school teachers were concerned, of course, that they would be left with a situation where he could possibly die in their class based on what the doctor's report was. So they contacted the principal and they asked, they asked the principal to um, talk to this young man, Kenneth Hagan, about not attending school anymore. So one day the principal called Kenneth Hagan into his office and said, Ken, he said, do you think that you ought to be coming to school? And he said, yes, sir. He says, I do think I ought to be coming to school. He said, the Lord has healed me. The Lord has raised me up and a healed man can go to school. And so he said, yes, I think I ought to be coming to school. And he said, well, Ken, he said, let me just tell you, the teachers have come to me. They're concerned because the doctor has told them that you're up by willpower. 
And he said, you can't last. Your body can't last another 90 days. And he guarantees the teacher, you'll, the teachers, you'll be dead within 90 days. And, uh, it's amazing the testimony because Ken, Ken Hagen answered back to the principal and said, sir, he said, I'm not up by willpower. I'm up by faith. And listen to the next statement. He said, and my faith will hold. What a statement. I love that statement. My faith will hold. And so he said at that time, that principal was a man who attended the Baptist church that Ken Hagen was raised in. And all of a sudden, tears started coming down that principal's face when he heard this young man that was believing God. And he said, I'm up. I'm not up by willpower. I'm up by faith and my faith will hold. And that principal looked down and tears came down his eyes. And he said, Ken, I don't understand a faith like that. I don't have a faith like that. But he said, I would never put a stone in your way to stop you. He said, you keep coming to school. He said, now I'll say this. If you feel like you need to get up and go get a drink of water, you don't have to ask the teacher. You just get up and you go get a drink of water. If you need to leave the class early, you don't have to stay in that class. The, t- the teachers won't mark you absent. You just get up and you leave that class early. And he said, Mr. Smart, and that was his principal's name. He said, Mr. Smart, I won't need a drink of water. I won't need to leave class early. Why? He was talking by faith. He was holding fast. And Ken Hagen, Kenneth Hagen had realized that what he received from God, he had to hold fast to. And so I encourage you, don't back up on anything you've received. Don't let down on anything you've received. Keep your hold to that. You know, there's one thing that I'm reminded of the testimony of a woman. She was born blind. She, uh, as she got older, she attended a church. She was born again. And in her forties, here she was a blind woman. And, uh, she attended an oil Roberts crusade back in the 1950s, a tent crusade. He laid hands on her and he prayed. And she received healing when he laid hands on her for the first time in her life. Can you imagine being born blind and all of her life she was blind? And after Oral Roberts laid hands on her, that her eyes were opened and she was healed. And that was an amazing day for her. But as time passed, just a few weeks later, she began losing her sight little by little blindness came back. Well, if people don't know the word and they don't hear some of the things that I'm teaching today, they will think, well, maybe the Lord didn't heal me. Maybe, you know, that was just a coincidence. No, because see, people think that if God does it, that that they it automatically stays the way God does it. Well, Faith has to demand that it stays the way God does it. And so this woman, she understood that the devil would launch a counterattack to try to steal from her the healing she had received. So although little by little her sight began to leave until she became totally blind. But all that time she kept saying, thank you, Father, that my eyes are whole. Thank you that I can see. Thank you that you've already healed me. And she kept praising God. And as she praised God, little by little, her eyesight kept leaving. 
until finally she's back one day. She's totally blind. But you know what? She didn't think, oh, my goodness, this isn't working. You know what she did? She kept fighting the good fight of faith by holding fast. She just said, thank you, Father, from my sight. Thank you that my eyes are healed. Thank you that I can see perfectly. That went on for three weeks. And then one day after she did that, in an instant, all of her eyesight came back. What was it? The devil will challenge you. He will try to bring back on you that which you've received, uh, that which you've been healed from to see if you'll receive it back. Our job is to not receive it back. And she was not deceived. She did not just think, well, you know, maybe I've got to have somebody else go pray for me. No, she realized it was her job to hold fast to what she had received when another person prayed. Now, she didn't think that it wasn't going to work just because as she was praising God there for a couple of weeks, her eyesight continued to grow worse, but she just kept praising God. Even though it was getting worse and worse, she just held fast. And as she did one day after exactly three weeks, her eyesight came back completely and she never again lost it. Why? Because the devil saw, I can't work against her. She knows how to hold fast. She doesn't just know how to have someone pray for her. She just doesn't know how to have someone minister to her. She also knows how to hold fast. So I can tell you, even if someone else prays for you, their faith can join with your faith and you can receive your answer. You can receive your healing. You can receive the finances you need. But once they're done praying for you, it's going to be up to you with your fat, with your faith to hold fast to what you've received. Because anytime someone else is, someone else prays for you to receive an answer from God, they're not the ones that can hold on to it for you. You're the one that has to hold on to it. How are you going to be able to hold on to it? You have to feed on the word. You have to feed your faith, but you also have to worship God and express gratitude for what you've received and stand your ground. And when it looks like you're losing that answer that God gave you, keep standing your ground just like that blind woman did and her sight came fully back to her. And so faith not only receives from God, But faith also holds fast to everything that you have received from God. I want to pray with you real quickly. And uh, I want to, no matter what your need is, release your faith with me. Father, I thank you for these precious people that are watching today. No matter what their need is, you know what their need is. And I join my faith with them for every need in their life to be met. So, Father, I pray for every financial need for the money that they need to come. I pray, Satan, you take your hands off their finances. You take your hands off that provision which belongs to them. Angels, you go and you cause the money to come. Bring the money. Bring the resources. Bring the divine connections. Bring the customers that they need into their hands. And I say, and I say for everyone suffering pain and symptoms and sickness in their body, Satan, you take your hands off their body in Jesus name. I believe you, Father, for healing. I join my faith with them for them to be healed from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Right now, I can sense that healing power that began to flow in my hand. And when that happens, it's because there's healing power flowing in the direction of someone who needs it. And so uh, right now, just worship with me. Just take a moment right there where you're at. Say, Father, I thank you for healing me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. 
There's someone being healed in the throat area right now. Something in that throat area. I don't know whether there's a growth. I don't know what it is. There's been something that's been, it's just been harassing you, just troubling you. It's not a huge condition, but it's just something that's been annoying to you. Just receive that healing right now. And you say, well, are you talking to me? Well, if it, if that applies to you in any way, reach out with your faith. Say, I take that. That's mine. That's what faith does. Faith receives and grabs hold with that hand of faith. What God is offering you right now. This isn't just for one person. This is for anyone who will release their faith and receive it. Then there's somebody else that you've been having problems with your shoulders. There's healing power right now. The power of God, the anointing of God is working right now on your shoulders. So you just say, Father, I receive it. Now, listen, I said this. Faith has to be released, but it takes faith to receive. You have to acknowledge that's me. I receive that. If you just sit there and wait for God to do something, but you don't respond, the healing power of God won't be able to accomplish what it wants to. God won't move uninvited. You must receive power that comes. You know, the word says that Jesus was preaching one day and it said the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The house was full of them. There were so many people there and only one man got healed because only one man had faith enough to receive the power that was in manifestation. So there's power right now manifesting in that room where you're at, but you have to receive that and it takes faith to do it. So how do you do it? With your mouth. Say, I receive that. I receive that power into my shoulders. So just start moving that shoulders, either shoulder, whatever. Maybe it's both shoulders. Just start moving it, not to see if the power worked, not to see if healing worked, but to give action. See, faith is an act. Act on that. Act on that word that God says that that shoulders are being healed right now. Not only are shoulders being healed, but it's going down your arms. So now all that area is being affected. There may have been muscles. There may have been other joints that are affected in that arm area. Just receive that healing power. I know this, that hands are being healed right now. There's crippling arthritis that's been in people's hands. Right now, that power is just working in your hands. Move your hands around. Act on that word. Receive that. Say, Father, I receive that healing power into my hands right now. Praise the Lord. That power knows no distance. Although I could sense it in my hand, that power will go into your body and you can receive what you need from God right now. Hallelujah. Let's just worship the Lord. Father, we thank you. We're so grateful for that healing power that's working for them right now where they're at. Also, someone's knees are being healed. You've had great difficulty with your knees. In fact, I mean, it's almost been crippling to your walk. You have not been able to walk with ease. It's hindered your walk. It's caused you all kinds of difficulty. Just move that, just move those knees. If you want to, right where you're at in your room, you can squat up and down, move your knee up and down, do something, act on that power that is available to you. You have to respond to power. Power will not overtake you. You have to receive it. It becomes present. It's present right where you're at. But God won't come in uninvited. Power won't move uninvited and work uninvited. So you have to make sure that you respond. And that's what faith does. It responds. Now, after you, you after this broadcast is over, know this. 
If symptoms try to come back, say, no, you don't. I've received my healing. Father, I thank you that I'm healed. And even if symptoms try to continue, your job is to just hold fast. You don't have to figure out anything. All you have to do is say, no, the Lord healed me and I'm not letting it being stolen from me. And you just keep thanking the Lord for it over and over and over. Somebody who has had problems in their toes. In fact, I mean, it seems to me there's some kind of infection or disease that has moved into the toes and it's caused you great pain and great difficulty. Healing power is working right now in those toes so you can receive no matter what the condition is, no matter how hopeless the doctors have given and said something is 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 permanent. It you can't be reversed. I guarantee you all things are easy for God and everything is reversed with God. I mean, when doctors say there is no cure, all things are curable with God. And even though something may be hard for men, something may be hard for a medical situation. I mean, there's no med, there's no medicines or operations. And they say this is impossible for men to address. Everything is easy for God to address. It's simple. Don't call anything hard for God. Just because it's hard for man, nothing is hard for God. So know this, no matter what your condition is, it's so simple and it's so easy for God. And all you have to do, even if I didn't call out your condition specifically, the power of God is present right where you're at right now. The power of God is in the room right where you're at. You know, I remember that uh, Kenneth Hagin, Dad Hagin, told of an inc- a time when he had a vision. Jesus appeared to him. And one of the things that Jesus said when he appeared to him, he said, there is enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one if they only knew it's present because the Holy Ghost is present everywhere. Listen to that. There's enough power right where you're at. Even if I didn't call out your condition, there's enough healing power in the room where you're at because the Holy Ghost is in the room where you're at. Whether you're saved or unsaved, the Holy Ghost is in the room where you're at because he's present everywhere in the earth. And so know this, that even if your condition wasn't called out, the power of God that's present is more than enough to deal with your condition. Release your faith in it. Say, Father, I receive that power into that area of my body. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I receive the healing power of God into my body. And because I receive it, it's working in me now. And I thank you that I'm healed. You're authorized to call yourself healed because power is working for you in your behalf. Hallelujah. I so love the healing Jesus. Jesus is such a wonderful healer. He loves to heal you. You know, it's not about us talking him into healing. We don't have to coerce him into healing. He's looking for the opportunity to heal if people will just believe and receive. Because when we release our faith, it pleases him so much because then he can work in our behalf. So God bless you. We're so glad that you joined us today for Jesus the Healer. We look forward to next time. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.